Welcome to Lipstick Attitude, hosted by Dr. Elizabeth King, psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, author, and motivational speaker, specializing in trauma and women's mental health, and Yvonne Haas, psychotherapist and coach specializing in relationships, couples, and women's issues. This show is your dose of inspiration, information, and laughter. In each episode, Dr. King and Yvonne bring you hacks, tips, and inspiring stories to help you live a successful life. So ladies, grab your lipstick. It's time to do this. The Lipstick Attitude Podcast is powered by Suits, Stilettos, and Lipstick Foundation, a nonprofit movement to empower women and children from all walks of life to be resilient, self-confident, and purposeful leaders through education, mentorship, and community outreach. To learn more, visit sslwomen.org. Please note that this show is intended to empower and educate. It is not meant to be utilized as a substitute for individual therapy. Well, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Dr. Elizabeth King, and my co-host, Yvonne Haas, is right here with me, along with our guest, Mark Savant. And we have a very, very exciting show today, so I'm super excited. The name of this podcast, of course, is The Lipstick Attitude. I hope everyone has subscribed already so that you can get the latest and greatest, and you're going to have so many of them coming next week, so you want to be part of this. We have always amazing guests. Um, this show is to give you life hacks and tips and just inspire you to live your greatest life. And today, welcome, Mark. We're so excited to have you. And Thank you're you. going to be a man in the hot seat. Are you excited about that? I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Well, good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. That's the way you're supposed to feel. <laughs> right, Yvonne? Exactly. We like to keep you on your toes for sure. Absolutely. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, well, I don't know what rock you're under because it's been everywhere in all social media, social media mediums. And I don't know why people are still asking the question. You guys, SSLwomen.org, get jump on there. Women, Whiskey, and Men in the Hot Seat. It's a fundraising virtual event on October 23rd. And you cannot miss this. Not only are we going to have a blast because you're gonna see and hear Mark share some of his uh, tricks and, and, and tips, but we're also gonna have five other men in the hot seat and Yvonne is going to uh, be gentle to them. What? Why are you lying on air to all these nice people? I think she just wants me to show up. If things get too intense, I don't know. I want you to show up, yes. I don't want to put fear, the fear of God in your heart right now. Yvonne, right? You're going to be kind to this young man. I make no promises at all whatsoever. However, oh. I, I do promise it will be a lot of fun for sure. It will be a lot of fun. It's everything you ladies wanted to know about how men think in reference to women. Well, hopefully, all the <laughs> all the the decent parts. I'm sure he's, they're not going to tell us everything, but you know, we'll get some good but stuff. We'll out ask of them. anyway. We will ask. So come join us October 23rd, SSLwomen.org. Hurry up because guess what? If you don't sign up, you know what's going to happen. All of you are going to be suffering from FOMO. You know what that I'm going to hashtag you all FOMO FOMO for not 
uh, signing up on time. So hurry up and do that. Uh, so excited to have you, Mark, be part of it. And um, Yvonne, do you want to go ahead and read a little bit of his bio before we start digging into him? I mean, asking him questions. <laughs> <laughs> before we put him in the hot seat, this is really yeah. just your warm <laughs> Just a warm up. That's fair enough. Well, tonight, how about today? Our show, take your hustle, your side hustle to full time. Eventually, I will learn to speak today. Okay, so Mark is the host of After Hours Entrepreneur. The podcast features tips, tools, and tactics from industry experts to help you take your side hustle full time. Wow, that's pretty awesome. I think I'm going to take some notes myself. <laughs> you have a side helped. hustle? Yes. Well, I don't need a side hustle. I just want to know how to do this podcasting stuff uh, a little bit better. Uh, already, when when we before we went on the air, he already gave us like tips, like for me to sound better with my mic and all that. So guess what? You're hired. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm super excited to have you, Mark. You know, Mark and I met at a a workshop that I did uh, about five or six, well, pre-COVID, whenever that was. And uh, we met in this um, workshop uh, for bringing, um, you know, uh, awareness to mental health. And I was so excited when I met him for everything that he's doing. And so I said, when we have a man in the hot seat, I am going to invite him on there. <laughs> so I want to know why you said yes. I mean, besides the fact that I might have, you know, begged a little bit, but <laughs> why did you say yes to being on the men in the hot seat? Well, it, it sounds, I love the cause. Um, I think that helping our women and children to feel more empowered. We live in a crazy world right now. Everything is topsy-turvy. Stress is at an all-time high. And I, I, like, I like the vision, I like the mission. I think that we should be helping to empower women and children to, to live to the fullest extent because the opportunities are plentiful. It's really easy to get caught up in your, your own self and the negative self-talk. And I, I just want to be a part of something positive. So I'm, I'm very thankful to be here today and uh, thankful to have the opportunity to drink some whiskey. I guess, am I drinking whiskey? I don't know who's going to be drinking the whiskey. Of I'll, course you can drink whiskey. If you want to drink whiskey, you'll drink whiskey. We'll drink In fact, we highly, highly recommend that you drink some whiskey before the panel begins because then the panel will really be a lot of fun. Right, yes, exactly. Right. We'll definitely send you a kit for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. So Mark, you know, the women are coming and, and they're, trust me, they're already sending in their questions. Yvonne, please ask this. Yvonne, please find out a little bit more about that. Uh, so what are you hoping that women gain from your participation in the panel? What would you like them to know? Well, I, I could just say from my personal experience that it's very easy to get stressed out, depressed, feel bad about where you're at in life. I'm, I'm a father of two. I've got a four-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. I've been married for over five years, been with my wife for over a decade. Um, and I felt myself getting dragged into this drudgery of day-to-day -day life, just wake up, work, kids, tired, right? And for me... I turned my life around a few years ago where I started saying, hey, I'm going to start taking control of my destiny. I'm going to start building out these side incomes, start these different side hustles. And it's been quite a journey. And I, I think that for me, it's really brought a lot of light, not just to me, but to my family. Gosh, I mean, when you're negative and you're tired and you're angry at yourself all the time, that rubs off on everyone around you. And... I've just felt such a light from challenging myself daily 
that I, that would be my main goal is just to share, hey, you can take control of your life. You can take control of the future just by taking some action today to be a little bit better than yesterday. Love it. So, uh, Mark, have, have you had women role models in your life? Well, I mean, I think the most obvious uh, female role model would be my, my mother, right? My mother was, was certainly very involved and she was very positive, very nurturing, very encouraging in general. Um, even on a, she's very involved with church and uh, local organizations. She, every Thursday, donates her time to a homeless shelter out in Fort Lauderdale. Every Thursday she'll go mm -hmm. and she'll, she'll speak. She even went to the extent of uh, actually housing one of these women um, in her home, in her home for, for, wow. for years. Um, and I think that right now there's a lot of people talking about what they don't like or what they would do, but there's not a lot of people that are actually taking action, which is one of the things that I love about what, y'all are doing here, Dr. Elizabeth and Yvonne, you're actually taking action. You're putting in the time. Last Labor Day, you're actually laboring. You're doing the work so that you can make change. And so I think that's one of the things I admire most in people is the people that say, hey, identify a problem or a need and let's, let's look at some solutions. Let's, let's look at some resolution. So that's just kind of conclude. That's, that's, I think, probably one of the people I admire most, uh, one of the women I admire most, you know. Well, your mom is going to be so excited. Like what mom does not want to hear her child say that they are the biggest role model. I mean, that is going to make your mom cry right there and there. I've just got to say that to you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm very lucky. Very fortunate. Not, not everyone has that. And so I feel very fortunate. That's awesome. No, for sure. And how old is your daughter, Mark? My daughter is four, four years old. So she's just oh. starting the whole VPK madness which is uh, going During on COVID. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 Uh, but she's, uh, she is, uh, she's awesome. She's awesome. And, and again, if there's one thing I would love for her is to be able to pursue something that she loves and enjoys and continuously challenging herself um, because let's face it, young women face a lot of very unique challenges in today's world. And um, it's something I think about a lot. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So what was then your deciding factor in creating a side hustle? Like what made you just go for it? Yeah. So there was this moment where I, not an overly bad day, just a normal day. I got home from work. I'm tired. Didn't feel very fulfilled with what I was doing and took the family out to eat. We went to a Chinese restaurant and I got into a disagreement, if you would, with the server because they didn't have the type of rice I wanted. They didn't have the, the white rice that I, that I wanted. And I, I kind of, I was a little rude. And a woman sitting next to us said, hey, you're being a jerk. Cut it off. What's your problem? And we had a little back and forth. Um, and so my wife and I said, hey, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to leave. We're going to step out. Right. And so I, I was sitting in the car and talking to my wife, who I admire greatly as well. And I said, hey, you know, was I being rude? What, what was that all about? She's like, yeah, you know, you were. And I, I kind of, kind of took a step back, took a deep breath. And I looked at myself and I said, my unhappiness, my discontent is impacting everyone around me. What can I do? Okay. And it, again, it's so easy for us to get caught up in the job that we don't particularly enjoy or the stress of what happens when I leave this job and move into my next job. And I recognize that I want to take control and I need to learn new skills. And that kind of set me off on a, a various line 
of, of action. And eventually I landed on video podcasting, something that I really love. And so um, my show right now, The After Hours Entrepreneur, is all revolving around, hey, you don't need to go to college and do all this crazy stuff. We're going to give you tips, tools, and tactics today so that you can build a side hustle that you can eventually go full-time with. And it's been, I mean, it's just been, it's been life-changing for me. And I hope, I hope that many other people can feel that sense of accomplishment. So why do you think everybody should have a side hustle or should everybody have a side hustle? Yeah, I, I believe that everybody should have some side hustle because uh, the idle, idle hands are the devil's workshop is the, the old saying goes, right? And what happens when you don't have anything to do in a particular time period, it, you fill that vacuum with whatever's there. Maybe it's scrolling TikTok for two hours, right? Or maybe it's watching television that isn't very fulfilling. Or maybe it's, it's debating people on Twitter, which we all know is a really great way to spend an evening. Um, where there's always a clear winner and everyone wants yeah. Absolutely. So I think that, A, it's, it's that, you know, you can fill your vacuum, you can fill your time with something that's meaningful and important, A, and B, it, it's going to give you security because we're going through one of the m most substantial transformations in human history right now. Technology and communication are changing so quickly. I mean, show of hands, all the ladies out there, how many people know someone that was working in a corporate office and now either doesn't have a job or is now working remotely from home? Oh, here we are. <laughs> here we are, yeah. right. And so if, if, if there's a lot of people that either aren't ready or trying to figure it out now. Um, and if you're starting a side hustle now, if you're starting to engage in these new platforms, these new technologies, these new skill sets, you're gonna be much better positioned for your next evolution in your job. And, and maybe you don't go full-time with your side hustle, but because that was your intention, you've, you've, you've positioned yourself very well in the job market because now you are aware of how the digital economy and digital communication works. Well, you know, especially right now with COVID, right? The, what, what an advantage you would have if you have a side hustle. Because so many people have lost their jobs or have had to metamorphose mm -hmm. into something else. Uh, maybe had to scale back on their hours. So if they had a side hustle, they could be making, you know, good money still, right? Right. Um, so I, I think during these very, very uh, difficult times of uncertainties with the financial situation, I think having a side hustle makes a heck of a lot of sense. And like you said, I think it makes sense no matter what. It makes a huge amount of sense. I want to give you another example, uh, Dr. King. My, before I started side hustling, um, my tax return was, I want to say it was around $2,500 for the year. The year after I started my side hustle, my work from home, it was over 6,500. So even if you don't make a lot doing your side hustle, there's a lot of tax benefits. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, very, you obviously got to talk to your accountant and disclaimer, disclaimer. But <laughs> when, you, uh, you know, when, you're, when you're working from home and you're creating um, some sort of side business, there's, there's a lot of benefits. I love it. So Dr. King and I dabble in the world of excuses as psychotherapists. People come to us with all of their, this is why they cannot do something. So what is your advice to those who say, listen, Mark, I just don't have time. I've already got kids. I've already got a full-time hustle. I'm exhausted you know, all of these different factors, which granted are part of everyday life. 
but they're utilizing as preventing them from, from taking something that they really want to do on. Well, it's, I mean, that's a great, that's a fantastic question. It's, it's really challenging. Obviously, there's a lot that has to do with mindset, right? You know, it's, it's not that you don't have enough time. It's that it's just not as high of a priority for you, I think, mm -hmm. in general. Um, mm -hmm. But so there's, there's two problems, I think, two traps that people get caught up in. A, it's comparing yourself to someone that's already been doing something for 10 years, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, they have, they have a million followers and I'll never get there. But everyone starts at zero, you know? So my, my mantra is just try to just be a little bit better than yesterday. You know, the first time that I opened up a video editing application i was like what the heck is this like we're still there we're still there <laughs> there, there are, <laughs> there's, there's so many buttons um but when you just say okay i'm just going to make a video once a week and i'm just going to add one feature to each video you just take it in bite-sized capsules and now my like my youtube channel marks Savant medias has over a hundred thousand views i'm just reaching thousands of people all over the world i'm getting message daily it's, it's a really cool experience so i think um, again just trying to determine what your priorities are starting to take those small steps daily just being a little bit better than yesterday is is good and then my my third piece of advice would be try things till you find something that you actually want to do it doesn't feel like work so for example if you really love crafting try crafting and putting some stuff up on pinterest or on etsy and see how that goes right if you like art if you like painting same same deal you know maybe you create a how to youtube channel how to paint and then you have a patreon account right so you you don't have to reinvent the wheel but try doing something that you already have a passion or enjoyment for no that that's such a a good piece of advice because i think that um so oftentimes people do have that excuse first of all they have the excuse of time but then it's money and, um, you know, I don't have the money to do it. And all the things that you just mentioned right there are pretty much free. You know, you just yeah. have to put the work into it. You have to learn how to do it. Like when Yvonne and I started thinking about podcasting, we couldn't afford to hire someone like yourself. Um, and so we had to learn how to do it ourselves. Now, mind you, we're still not great at it, but our audience understands that and see how I'm doing subliminal messaging right now. <laughs> Latent messaging, got it. I'm hypnotizing everyone as we speak and letting you know that you love us no matter how many technical difficulties we have. <laughs> but no, all kidding aside, uh, I think you bring a great point uh, on that it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You can do it by being self-taught and just, you know, putting in the time to learn and you don't have to learn how to do it all at once. Right. You can, you know, chunk it, like, which is what mm -hmm. we did. Um, so that leads me to the next question. Do you recommend that people do a side hustle related to what their main hustle uh, is? I don't know if that's proper English, but you know what I mean? Should it be the same? Well, I mean, I think it depends on what makes you happy, right? I mean, if you're a business owner, for example, and you're trying to think like, how am I going to drive more views to my website? Or how am I going to learn how to do Facebook ads? So I'm not just paying some random marketer tons and tons of cash for no return. You can start to learn that, you know, if like for kind of what you're doing for your, for your practice, we're going to start learning how to podcast because that's how we communicate. So the podcast is now kind of becoming a side hustle of sorts uh, because you're, you're learning these, these new skills. So I think if that's, 
if that's possible, that's fantastic, right? Because then you're, you're getting a lot of value. Everything is kind of building together. You're building this big spider web of a value. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the case, right? If you went, you know, you, let's say you had that dream of taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars of student loans and buying the white picket fence and, and the house and, and, and whatnot. And then you realize that I hate being a lawyer. This is miserable. I do not like this. You don't have to write blogs about being a lawyer. You can, maybe you love sports and basketball. Maybe you want to start a podcast about uh, basketball or fantasy football or, uh, or lipstick or whiskey or, or whatever, whatever the topic is. Right. Um, so, but, but above all, I think this is also, this is also really important is that your first try is probably not going to be the thing, right? Just start trying different stuff. You know, if you find, if you wake, let me put it this way. If you wake up in the morning, you're like, uh, I have to do this. That's probably not the right thing. <laughs> the right thing. <laughs> you know, you, you want to find something that you actually get some enjoyment out of. That, that's a really good tip. You know, it's, this is uh, from uh, Mark's uh, scientific approach. If you get up in the morning and you go, ah, <laughs> that's not the right. You got to change. Something's got to change. Yeah, something's yeah, something's got to give, man. So that's a scientific approach to this. Okay. I love it. Well, I, I always love that approach because I tell clients all the time, if it doesn't pull you out of bed in the morning and make you say, yeah, let me take this on, you know, get back in bed until you think of something else to do, because obviously this ain't it. You know? yeah. And there will be some parts that you maybe don't particularly enjoy, uh, you know, when you're building your side hustle, your daily life, like that's part of it. But I, I think what happens is you end up finding a sense of purpose that is, that is really powerful. And mm -hmm. um, I, I know it's, it's helping me and a lot of the people that I'm working with. You know, I, I, I totally relate to that because, you know, I hate having to learn all of the different pieces of the podcasting, but I love the product. I love, yeah. I love what comes out of that. So I'm willing to put up with learning the technical aspects and being frustrated with it all. You know, I, I'm just being real because that's what I am. I'm being real. It's, it's not my thing. It's not my, it's not my uh, favorite thing to do, but I love being able to touch people's lives and give them, you know, uh, tools for them to be successful. So mm -hmm. the end product really is what inspires me to keep doing the stuff that I hate doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's so, like progress notes. I love, like progress love notes. doing therapy, but those progress notes, man, boy, they can sit. Yes, and and you know, and and that's okay. Just you know, sometimes you have to do the stuff that you don't love to be able to do the stuff that you love. Right. And I, I see so many people, you know, that you know sometimes are even I I hate to say this word, but I'm going to say it because. I don't, I can't think of a better word, might even feel a little bit of jealousy when they see Yvonne and I speaking and, you know, doing all the things that we're doing and podcasting and blogging and whatever. They don't have a clue to how many sleepless nights and how many, you know, hours we, it took us to learn how to do it, but we were, we were committed to it, to the end product. And so that's why we keep going. So mm -hmm. if you have a passion, you have to be cognizant that that passion may require to do things that you don't love. But if you love 
the the end goal, then you go for it and you keep working at it until you can afford to hire people that can help you. But yeah, hundred you know, percent. Well, and that's that's kind of that's kind of how it is, right? For the first five years of your side hustle, you're going to have to dig in. You're going to have to do the dirty work. You have to do things that you don't necessarily enjoy. Um, but as you start to see growth, as you start to get traction, well, then you can bring on firms or virtual assistants or help so that you don't have to do the stuff that's not enjoyable to you, like the editing. You know, so that's one of the things that I do at Mark Savant Media, me and my team, we do all the editing and the promotion and the graphics and the video and, and all that design work, all that tedious stuff that you don't want. You want to touch people. You want to talk to people and outsource the rest to a firm mm -hmm. like what we're doing at Mark Spont Media and so, so forth. I love it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because that, just listening to you say all of those words together in the same sentence did not make me want to jump out of bed and be like, yes, let's do a podcast. <laughs> nope, quite the opposite. So, so Mark, why do you think that, why is podcasting or video podcasting actually, to be more specific, so relevant right now? Oh, wow. Well, so video podcasting is super relevant for, for really for three main reasons. Uh, first off, you are able to substantially grow your network. You can get access to people that you never would have had access to otherwise. Just as an example, I'm going to be putting on a kind of like a video live stream video podcast with the mayor of Broward County, the mayor of Coral Springs, uh, the police chief of Coral Springs, and several other notable uh, local representatives. I've spoken to, I have you know, professional NFL players in my cell phone now. Um, I've spoken to presidential candidates and celebrities, right? So build your network. It's not what you know, it's who you know. That's, that's one of the big things. Uh, B, it, it helps position you as an authority in your niche or in your topic, right? Because now people are going to recognize, hey, Dr. King and Yvonne, they're putting out content on uh, mental health and psychology and it, all the time, this is what they do. This is, this is the expert. And plus, when you position yourself next to these other people that are experts in your field, it helps boost your credibility, right? So that, that's the, the, the second thing. And the third, and probably the most important, I think, is video podcasting gives you so much attention, right? And I don't say that as because, you know, everyone look at me. It's because right now on social media, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok, on LinkedIn, it's... It's a digital real estate land grab, okay? There is real estate. There's attention to be had out there now. I mean, how many people out there um, are, are on Facebook every day now versus 10 years ago, right? What's the cost of ads on Facebook doing now? It's because there's a lot of attention there. So right now is the time you can scoop up that digital real estate. In five years, it might be impossible to build a following, right? And so the beauty of a video podcast is I can have a 30-minute conversation with a really interesting, valuable person. And my team at this point, I have a team that helps me. They're going to chop that up into dozens of pieces of content and they're going to distribute it all over the internet. And that's generating tons of attention, getting me in front of tons of eyeballs. And people are calling me, DMing me, emailing me all day, right? Um, and that's because I got to have a 30 minute conversation with a really interesting person. So that to me is why video podcasting is the thing to do right now in 2020 is because you can get mass distribution off of a 30 minute conversation. So, so you're saying video podcasting over just regular audio is well, your right. recommendation. So listen, there's nothing wrong with audio podcasting. I think that's a great, a great thing to do, but the advantage of the video because audio doesn't translate well to these social media platforms, 
right? It's, it's great for someone who goes to their iTunes or their Spotify or Stitcher, but people want to see, they, you know, they want to see video, right? So if you're going to really stand out on a platform like LinkedIn, you can't just do like a wavy line and a blank image that people are just going to skim right over that. Mm -hmm. But if they see someone that, let's say, for example, I had the opportunity to bring on Pat Flynn. He's you know, hugely successful uh, mm -hmm. marketer and podcaster. He came onto my podcast. Now, when someone's scrolling through LinkedIn, they see Pat and they're like, oh, I'm going to stop for a second. Well, who's this other guy? What are they talking about? You know, so it's, it's just a, it's a, the video podcasting is the next evolution because it's the next way that you can kind of stand out in what's becoming a rapidly crowded marketplace. Interesting. Very interesting. So who do you think should have a podcast or are there people that stand out more than others that should have one or could everybody have one? I mean, in my opinion, I'm biased because I just, I'm very passionate about it. I um, mean, I know what it's done for Mark Savant Media. I know, it's, I know that the After Hours Entrepreneur has given me unprecedented access, but I think everybody should have a podcast because it's, like I mentioned, it's one of the most powerful ways of building your, uh, your, uh, your authority, your attention, and your network. In particular, I think business owners should absolutely have a podcast because it, it helps you to be top of mind with your, with your clients, your customers, colleagues, et cetera. It's, it's a differentiating factor. Let me put it this way, you know, who listens to the radio? Nobody's listening to the radio anymore. You know, people aren't listening to that. Who's, you know, people aren't going, you know, people are watching YouTube to get their news. People are watching YouTube to get uh, education now, right? So you want to go to where the people are. And if, if you have a message to deliver, video podcasting is one of the best ways to get it out, get it out there. And right now, it's very possible to make it happen. I don't know where it's going to be in, in 10 years, right? There might be consolidation, right? It, it's hard to have a successful radio station now. Um, a, a, because, you know, not a lot of people listen to radio, but B, you know, the radio stations are already kind of like monopolized. Same thing with television. That hasn't happened in podcasting yet. I think that that is likely to be something that we see over the next five to 10 years. So maybe you have a podcast that's successful and you could be acquired or join a network or something. We'll have to wait and see how that manifests itself. So the next question I have for you, uh, I want to get down to the nitty gritty because I know there are folks out there listening to this podcast saying, oh, sure, he's got a great voice. So he, he's, he's got it all together. He can do this. He, you know, there's nothing that this guy can't do. I can't do that. And so I always like to talk about what you're feeling and in, in, in the fears and, and, and the trials and tribulations that people go through because when someone sees someone be successful, they don't understand what's behind a scene, right? right. So I, I really am curious to know whether you ever experienced fear before you even started doing podcasting and all this great stuff that you're doing. And if yes, how did you even overcome that? Whew, yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely highs and there are lows, right? It, absolutely. Like when you put in hours of time into an episode and you only get five listens like that doesn't feel good <laughs> but over time as you build like it'll start to happen and even if podcasting doesn't become the main thing for you you're still learning about how modern day communication works right which i think is, is going to be very valuable if you're going to stay relevant in any sort of workplace um but 
they're, listen, they're going to be lows. They're going to be trolls. They're going to be people that tell you they don't look good or you don't sound good or you say, um, too much, but you could get better, right? With each episode, you get a little bit better. You know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. When I first started, I, I didn't, I wasn't as polished. I wasn't, I didn't have the great branding down and everything wasn't cleaned up, but it's, it's, it's all a process. And to me, that's one of the biggest fears I have for my daughter is growing up in a world where she just compares herself to everybody else. Mm -hmm. Compare yourself mm -hmm. to yourself yesterday. You know, don't, don't worry about what Joe Rogan is doing or what Amy Porterfield is doing or Sonny Leonard Doozy or, you know, these, these ultra successful entrepreneurs and podcasters. How much better I am, am I today than I was yesterday, right? And it's, you kind of put things in perspective. These small improvements compile quickly, right? We all know how interest compiles over time. You put a dollar away now and it compounds over time. It's the same thing with your skill set, right? And I, I, when I started podcasting, I said, I'm going to do this for, for one year. I'm going to do it for one year. I'm going to post once, once a week. And I'm going to see where I'm at at the end of it, right? Um, and and I, I think that's a good approach for podcasting uh, in general. But even if podcasting is not for you, if you don't enjoy it, try something, do something, you know, <laughs> just try. So what, what do you tell yourself when you have fear of trying something? What do you tell yourself? Well, I, I try to surround myself with the right people that will say, hey, you know, you got this, you can do this. Uh, I like to take a deep breath. And, and let me tell you something. The first time I went live on social media, the, the heart was pumping. Boom, 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 boom. Didn't want to do it. I'm like, what am I doing? This is crazy. No one's going to watch. But you just do it. You know, you just do it and then you do it again. And every time it's going to get a little bit easier, right? It's like when you just start working out after you've had your kid or you've been eating burritos for the past two years, you just start working out. Like you're not going to be able to do a whole lot of squats. Right? You're not doing a lot of crunches, but after a week, you're going to do, you're going to be able to do more. And, and so that's the way I look at it. I mean, like, you know, like I said, one of my main mantras is, is be better than yesterday. The other one is get comfortable with discomfort. Just get I comfortable love that. with discomfort. I love that. Yeah, because if you're not getting comfortable with discomfort, I think you're in big trouble because the world, there's a tidal wave coming. You want to be surfing the wave. You don't want to be dragged underneath it, you know? So get comfortable now. Uh, that, that's awesome. I also believe that what, what that means to me is that if you, if you, if you don't push yourself, you're going to stay stagnant. Right. And so being, being, dis, uh, being uncomfortable with discomfort means that you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Right. And when you push yourself out of your comfort zone, there's growth. And, and that's what you, we all should be striving for on a daily basis yeah. that we're growing. And that's exactly what this show is about. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. It's all about pushing yourself out of that comfort zone and, and doing, you know, beyond what you ever thought even possible. I love it. I love your message. Yeah, I think sometimes you have to propel yourself out of that comfort zone because, boy, it gets very, very comfortable there for a lot of people. And I think it gets comfortable quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mark, I know you've given us a lot of great, great tidbits, but what do you think would be like your essential message for listeners? Like the one major takeaway that they would take from today? Again, I, I think 
the, the two main messages I would have is, is kind of what I, what we've been talking about is, you know, just, you got to get, I don't want to repeat it again, but just getting comfortable with discomfort and being better than yesterday, because we live in a world that's so driven by comparing ourselves to, to other people all the time. And, oh, it's so draining. It's so draining. Um, but if you just surround yourself with the right people, you start getting comfortable with discomfort. I want to give everyone an exercise too. And, uh, I like, cause I, that's one of the things I really like to do with my podcast, the after hours entrepreneur is have people walk away with five tools that they can actually execute on in their side hustle to, to take it to the next level. So I'm going to give you a little bit of homework that you're probably not going to like, but I'm going to put it out there into the mm -hmm. atmosphere. Um, and so this is an exercise to help you get comfortable with discomfort for the next five days. Every time you pull out your wallet to pay for something, ask for a discount. Try that. Every time you pull out your wallet, ask for a discount and see how that works. I, I'll tell you something. It is very uncomfortable to ask for that discount, but um, you'd be surprised the benefits that come from that. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's, that's something to try. Mm -hmm. I actually stole that from Tim Ferriss, uh, author of The 4-Hour Work. Oh, I love him. Uh, he's, he's great. But um, yeah, pull out. Ask for a discount every day for, for, for a week and see how that goes. You know, a little homework. I love that. I love that. So here's the, the question that I'd love to ask um, from all of our guests, because I think that so oftentimes we don't think about this enough. And I, I'm a firm believer in that the way we live life has to be taking into account what Steve Covey says, the end in mind. So what do you hope your legacy will be? Well, this, this is timely. Dr. King, this is something that happened just over the past weekend. My, my grandfather passed away. I'm so sorry. Um, and, you know, it was difficult. It wasn't like an unexpected thing. He's, he was in his 90s and he had been battling with cancer for over a decade. So he'd been, been dealing with that. He was in a lot of pain. Um, but a couple of years ago, I sat down with my grandfather and you know, he's in his, his favorite chair, his favorite comfy red chair. And he says, Mark, I want to talk to you. I sit down. He pulls out this, this binder and he starts opening it up. And it's a scrapbook with photos and newspaper articles and different awards. And he starts going through his life and all the different places he's seen and things that he's done. And there was this aha moment where I realized, I'm going to be doing this with my grandkids one day, right? And what do I want my scrapbook to look like, right? And for me, I, I want to leave the world a little bit better than it was when I came into it. Um, I, want, I want to be able to have that conversation with my grandkid and my grandkid walks away with that same feeling, like what, what can I do today? What is my scrapbook going to look like? Um, and I actually sent that out to my, my email list and I got so many, I had so many responses because it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day, -day, um, stagnancy that you, you, it's very easy to lose sight of what you want that scrapbook to look like. So, um, yeah, I, I just really appreciate it. And I think that if, if he were to, you know, to come back, I think that's something that would mean a lot to him knowing that, hey, 
you know, my legacy, my scrapbook is impacting the next generation scrapbook. So that's what I aim to do. Wow. That's very powerful. Thank you so I much for sharing that. that. And very, very powerful. And uh, I'm so excited that you said yes to be part of the men in the hot seat. I can't wait to hear the responses that you will share with our listeners and, and our audience where it's a virtual event so everybody can be part of it. Um, but, you know, I think that what you have offered us today is another perspective on what we can do. Uh, I always say to people, especially during COVID, I say, stop focusing on what you've lost, focus on what you have mm -hmm. and what you can accomplish. And I think that the message that you have brought us today certainly um, highlights that that particular message that I love to share. So thank you again for saying yes to being part of SSL and uh, helping us make a difference. Um, your legacy is shining through. Uh, just being by a, a part of the podcast and being part of the Men in the Hot Seat allows us to do the work that we're so passionate in doing. So I, I appreciate you. So thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And so, Mark, how can our audience stay in touch with you? We'll put this in the show notes, but just how can they find you? Where can they stay connected? Yeah, and I would certainly love to, you know, again, impact impact all the, the women and, and men and, and kids out there. Um, Mark Savant Media, you can find me all over the web at Mark Savant Media, marksavantmedia.com, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, mm -hmm. Mark Savant Media. Um, and you can listen to my podcast, The After Hours Entrepreneur, on your favorite platform. And it, we cover a lot of different topics, everything from podcasting to YouTube to product development, a lot of different things, um, just so we can help, again, all the side hustlers out there go full-time with their job. That's that's the goal. I love it. I love it. Interestingly enough, and then before we put on our lipstick, so ladies, go ahead and grab your lipstick and we're going to do this in a minute. But uh, Yvonne and I started um, Suit Stilettos and Lipstick Foundation as a side hustle. And uh, it, it quickly it, lost the side part of the definition. Side, yeah, uh, we started in 2012 and uh, we thought it was going to be a side hustle, something that we did once a year and it has now become our life. So, uh, you know, just be careful what you wish for. <laughs> That's all I can say. But it's, it's been an amazing journey. So, uh, you know, if you have an idea, go for it. That's what I want to say. Yes. So, okay, here we go. Mark, you'll just have to kind of watch. Bear with us. Bear with us. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh, he's got, got his shades. Oh, he's shades. got his shades. shades there yeah. you go. And you know what? That's awesome you did that because even the lipstick attitude, I tell women, it, lipstick may not be your thing. It could be sun uh, sunglasses or it could be your nail polish or it could be whatever it is that reminds you that you can do it, that this is your war paint. It just happens that lipstick ha happens to be my thing. So let's do it. <laughs> this is our lipstick attitude. This reminds us that you are resilient, that you are enough, and that you can do whatever you put your mind to do. So don't ever give up. You can do it and find your tribe. Thank you so much for being part of this community. And we look forward to seeing you at the October 23rd event. Uh, make sure you don't suffer from FOMO. So go ahead and sign up right away. And you'll get to hear more from Mark. Thank you, Mark, for saying yes and for being who you are. 
so appreciate you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, ladies.